while we were in worship, uh, I just had this, I had this feeling, is there somebody named Tammy here? Maybe online. Anyway, I got this, I got this feeling that, Tammy, you were needing to make a choice um, to leave behind a way of life that didn't work anymore. And uh, you're on your way to a new way of life, and that new way of life is the kingdom, and it's strong, and it's powerful, and it's protective, and it's there for you. Um, I don't know where you are in that process, if it's a decision you need to make, or if it's one that you're already made and you're, you're seeking something, but there's peace for you in that journey. There's peace for you on the other side of that. So here we are, another Beyond Sunday service. We get to take Sunday's message uh, from Pastor a little bit deeper. Um, he just started a new series called Going Deeper. Uh, I feel like I got kind of the easy one. Uh, I, my name is Caleb Crocker. I'm a pastor in our Next Steps department, and Going Deeper is something that we do every day. <laughs> it's, it's part of what we do here at, at church. Um, but the, the, the series that, that Pastor is uh, leading us through is designed to give us some next steps in going deeper with God um, and not just staying surface level. So tonight, um, if you're taking notes, I've titled the message Healthy Heart Posture. Uh, but let's pray and we'll get right into it. Father, we quiet ourselves now to receive what you have for us. Give us ears to hear and a heart to receive the truth that you planted on Sunday, that you've cultivated until now, and that you're going to continue to cultivate and grow in our lives. We trust you, we thank you, and we honor you now. In Jesus' name, amen. So uh, to start, I have to say, uh, I'm, I'm 34 years old, and I can't, in my wildest dreams, uh, begin to claim to know everything, uh, but I have started to do uh, something that many 30 and plus uh, year olds have done. As we all age, uh, things start to maybe crack, ache a little bit. I've started to see the chiropractor. Yes. Um, I, I have to admit, I, uh, there was one weekend that, man, I really overdid it outside. I installed a pool, I did a couple brake jobs and moved some sod around, and I, I was just really feeling it. And, and based on that and a number of other things I was experiencing, I said, enough's enough. I'm going to go try it out. And so I did, um, and man, it's, it's changed my life. But uh, I have some, I brought with me some pictures that I wanted to show of that, you know, over 30, um, uh, those over 30 stereotypes, if we have those. Uh, so when you're, when you're over 30 and you turn your neck too fast, right, the late, great Johnny Cash, I hurt myself today, <laughs> this is the text down there. This is, this is what I do. I scroll. I meme. It's fun. Let's go to number two. Uh, me tries to get up and use the bathroom at 3 a.m. and then every single joint in my body. What's crack-a-lacking? <laughs> What's popping? That works too. Anyway, the next one. Wakes up after a nap and every single joint in my body. West Side Story. Snap. Snap. Right? Anybody? 
So that, those are kind of the things that I was starting to experience is these aches, you know, from, from 30 years and from not doing anything uh, to sort of correct that, uh, that posture that had slowly started to deteriorate. <clears throat> but as I'm going to the chiropractor, um, there is a process that he has that we follow. Um, and, and he's trying to adjust different areas uh, of my spinal column to, to get them back in, uh, in rightly aligned, um, which is really just helping me to have better, healthy posture, right? So what does having healthy posture have to do with Pastor Duane's message on Sunday uh, regarding esteeming God's word, honoring it, honoring God, as a step to go deeper in relationship with him. Well, uh, I'll show you. Yesterday, uh, I was at a chiropractor's appointment, an adjustment. So I go in, and the, the waiting room's actually kind of busy. Busier than it's ever been since I've been there in the last month. Uh, so I, <clears throat> I take a chair that I haven't sat in before, which means I'm facing a wall that I haven't seen before, which means I'm facing a poster on the wall that I haven't seen before. And it's something about it really catches my eye. And on this poster, um, there's two silhouettes of, uh, of people. And one is green and has a very, very good posture, like primo. It's the best. And, and surrounding that one is a bunch of green words. Green is good, right? Red's bad. And the other one was red. We'll get to that. But green's good. And it's talking about all the benefits from healthy posture, you know, it, it's, it's far and expansive. There's uh, better blood circulation. Your heart rate decreases. You have a lot less pain. How many would like that? Um, it, can even, it can even clear up allergies. i got to tell you, I have suffered with allergies for years. I mean, I'm talking, I'm popping Claritin after Claritin, and it's not doing anything. But I'll tell you, after a month of this, I had not taken a single Claritin. It's working. I'm experiencing it, right? So there's so much that this healthy posture, this green side, does. Just as a result of having healthy posture, right? So on the other side, the red side, you know, it's, it, from the side, is all hunched over. and It hurts to even do that now. But you can see it's very poor posture. And so surrounding that is all of these opposite things from this side. You know, you're going to experience even, even some sight loss. You know, some memory things and reproductive issues and more pain, right? But then at the bottom of this poster, there was a quote. And I think we have that quote. The Lord really highlighted that to me. and had, I, I read it and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, but he said, no. Read it again. So that quote says, Posture affects and moderates every physiological function from breathing to normal hormonal production. It's got its fingers in everything. I mean, your spinal column has, it sends signals to every part of your body to, to, to feel pain. It sends hormones everywhere. Like, when that's all tangled and knotted and, and bent, not where it's supposed to be, not rightly aligned, you, you start to experience some negative side effects. So posture affects and moderates every physiological function from breathing to normal hormonal production. 
And I've been, going, I've been undergoing this chiropractic process uh, for right posture to eliminate some things, right? The pain, the allergies, all that stuff, you know, um, eliminating medicating, you know? Who likes to, to have to carry around uh, Claritin and ibuprofen and popping that all day and keeping track of this, that, and the other thing? Just to avoid all that stuff and avoid limping and compensating for the pain. Because I want to do things like hold my kids longer without my back hurting. I want to do the yard work that I love to do. I, I'm, I'm taking care of my body and, and things now so that even down the road I don't experience these things. But if I was to continue to just medicate and avoid the pain by limping and compensating, I may experience less of the negative side effects, right? Less of the negative side of things but I haven't really dealt with the core issue, and that's posture, right? I can be limping along and taking my medication and medicating and medicating and limping and trying my best to just get on with it, but that doesn't really solve the issue. If anything, it just continues to exacerbate the problem because I'm overcompensating and then it goes further and further until we have some real problems. You know, it's all still there and pretending to not let it bother me by just medicating it and pretending it's not there. And medication can be a good thing, right? Don't hear that. That's not what I'm saying. But my question to you tonight is spiritually, what are the things that we are doing to medicate instead of starting first with a proper heart posture before our Father God? What are the things that we're doing to medicate instead of starting first with a proper heart posture? What do our prayers look like? Our worship time, what does that look like? What does our Bible reading time look like? Are we doing all of these things to make ourselves feel good because we know we should or have to, to check a box, to say the right words off a page like some magic code or incantation, right? Or is it all done from a deep internal love? at our core, and with a reverence for our Father. See, spiritual practices, they're great. We need them, right? Try, try having a relationship with the Lord without them. You can't. They're necessary. But I'll read here in 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 3. Um, if I speak in the tongues of men or angels, but do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains but I do not have love, I'm nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast but do not have love, I gain what? Nothing. What does it matter then? What does it matter if I do all of those things? And if, I, if I don't have love, it means nothing. So there's a core, there's a root where all of that stuff needs to come out of. It's not just a matter of doing it, checking a box, getting it done. My pastor told me I had to. My mom and dad told me I had to. Or my grandparents, that's just what they did, so that's what I do. you got to make your faith your own. you got to make your love for the Lord your own. And get, and get that and find it here. Before we start into any of these spiritual practices and good things to do, because albeit all of those things are great things to do, 
right? Speaking in tongues, um, having the gifts, spiritual gifts like prophecy and fathoming all mysteries and knowledge, faith to move mountains, giving all you have to the poor. Anybody think those are bad things? You can't. They're all good. But have we first tilled the soil of our heart and prepared ourselves to receive the truth that God has for us in those spiritual practices? Because there's a reason we do them. It grows us. But it doesn't grow us if our heart's not in it. If our heart's not been tilled and, and ready to receive the seed that God wants to plant there through that practice, what good is it? That's where we receive what God has for us in our heart, right? And Pastor Duane said this on Sunday, God speaks spirit to spirit. He speaks directly to our spirit, our innermost being, our heart. Proverbs 20, 27 says, The spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all his innermost parts. That's the way that God communicates to us, through our spirit. You know, <clears throat> a physical example of this um, I guess doing these spiritual practices without the heart being pilled and, and postured right and ready to receive. It's summertime, right? And, and I'm a homeowner, uh, me and my wife. Um, sometimes we're on the struggle bus to really get our, keep our lawn looking great, right? Sun's out, it's hot, and, and we have underground sprinkling. But it's, you know, it's still a challenge, right? There's still things you got to do. Um, but there are certain patches in the lawn that where nothing's growing. It's just dirt, right? So if you can picture, I don't know if you have this at your home, but just a little one-by-one, one, little one-square-foot plot of dirt. Nothing's growing there. I can, I can go to the store and buy some grass seed and sprinkle some there one day and check on it the next day, maybe add a little bit more the next week, the same thing. But it's not, it's not really going to take root. Nothing's going to happen there. It's just dry dirt and a dry seed on top of that. So nothing grows there, right? But I have this bag, this big old bag of grass seed. I mean, there's like hundreds of thousands of seeds in this bag because it's so little. It says right on the package, uh, it's good for 5,000 square feet, right? Well, this will work. It's only one square foot. This is 5,000. So I'm just going to rip the, the bag open and pour the whole thing all 5,000 square foot onto that one square foot, right? I'm going to over-medicate that, that plot of dirt with grass and just really do it really good and really do it a lot, and that'll work, right? That's not going to work. You have to prepare that ground first to receive that seed. In the same way, we can know 100% of what Scripture says 100 times over saying it all day long. Till our, till our face turns blue, right? But if our heart soil isn't tilled, and if that word doesn't get down deep, deep in our heart that's been rightly taken care of, rightly postured before the Lord, what good is me dumping 5,000 square foot of seed on one square foot of, of dirt? It's not going to do anything. It's medicating from the outside that which can only be changed from within. See, we can accept that God's word is true, right? And go through all of the motions of reading it and applying it, but without rightly aligned heart posture, no grass will grow on your lawn. 
Your spinal column's still going to be out of whack. It's still going to be out of alignment. You might feel better until the drugs wear off. You might have some hope for that plot of, of dirt because there's so much grass seed on it you can't see the dirt. But it's not going to fix the problem. But if you have a rightly postured heart before the Lord that loves him, that cries out to him, that reveres him, that deeply knows him, that beholds him, you set him in front of you, and you just, you just take a moment, however long that moment needs to be with the Lord, and allow him to do a work in your heart, and allow him to draw you near, because he'll draw near to you. That's how you posture your heart. And when you posture your heart, all of those things, that back pain, that fatigue, and, and we're talking physical symptoms, but spiritually there's, there's connotations there. There's a, it's two sides to the same puzzle. All of the spiritual back pain, all the spiritual fatigue, all the spiritual allergies, all of those things that are over here on that red side, that bad posture side, they fall off. They can't stick to you. Because they're a result of poor posture. They're a result of this. So that good stuff, right, that spiritual no pain, that spiritual uh, better blood circulation, better digestion, better sight, no allergies, all of those things are only a result of good posture. So when we have that good posture, we'll experience those things. Matthew 6.33 Here's a biblical example of this. <clears throat> it says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. It's kind of like a, a, a button-up shirt, a button-up blouse, right? You get the first button. That one's right. The rest of them are going to be right. But you got the top one with one down here. It ain't going to work out too well. <laughs> You're going to look kind of crazy. It, it, it's not going to be properly aligned, but when you get that first one right, and the rest of them, you don't even have to think about it. So proper physical posture benefits your blood circulation, heart rate, right? All these things that we've been talking about. Digestion, range of motion. You can actually touch your toes, right? Couldn't do that without pain. On that flip side, the negative side is all the opposite of that. And it, over time, on top of that, just continues to exacerbate and get worse. It goes further out of alignment. So do you see those spiritual parallels there between this, this spinal column posture and all the benefits that we can just naturally experience because we're rightly postured comparatively to our heart in these spiritual practices and these things that we're doing, trying to find God, trying to do the right thing, trying to make our parents proud, trying to make our pastor or our church or our friends like us more, whatever, whatever it is, if it's not God at the center of that, if it's not a heart for him, what good is it? I mean, yeah, you'll know scripture, but without that heart, what good is it? A physical example of approaching spiritual practices um, like Pastor was saying, and you know, trying to read scripture and in, in esteeming God in it. 
Um, a physical example of, of doing that without a right heart posture we see in Scripture is the Pharisees, right? The big bads of Jesus day. And in John 1, 9 through 13, and this is talking about Jesus, it says, The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, the church, people who esteemed God, people who knew God. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. They didn't have that tilled heart to receive the truth. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So we receive him, right, like that properly tilled patch of, of lawn, like that properly aligned spine, receives all of these things. We receive him, and then we see him glorified, right? It says right here, we've seen him in his glory after having received him, the glory of the one and only Son. So he came to his own, but they didn't receive him. You know, Pharisees in, in Scripture, uh, they, they were the, the leaders of, the, of religious practice. They were the masters of religious practice in that day, right? If anyone knew how to do that stuff the best, it was them. But then in Matthew 25 through 28, Jesus says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they're full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee. First clean the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside will also be clean. And woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You're like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of bones of the dead and everything unclean. In the same way, on the outside, you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside, you're full of hypocrisy and wickedness. It's very clear from the scripture that the Lord values internal adjustment over external medication and external problem solving. And if I can only just do, 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 do more, read more scripture, pray more, go through all of these steps, please more people. If I can only do those things, well, then somehow my relation, I'll grow deeper in my relationship with the Lord, right? But it's missing something. It's missing the heart posture. In Psalm, it says that the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. That's what God wants. That's what he, we spend our time sacrificing everything that we have to, to do, 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 do the things that make sense, do the things that we're told. But when it comes down to it, if we don't have that right heart, if we don't have that broken spirit, that contrite heart that Psalm says in uh, Psalm fifty-one seventeen, what good is it? So again, spiritually, what are the things that we're doing to medicate instead of starting first with a proper heart posture before God? Ask him. I mean, you can rack your brain all day long, but he knows. He knows where your heart is. And he knows where your heart needs to be and what things, and what things is he calling you deeper in. 
Have you ever even let God start his work realigning and correcting your heart posture? Because he'll do it. Scripture says that he puts a, a right, contrite heart in us. He puts his spirit inside of us. Having a wrong posture will lead us into misusing even these spiritual practices and missing the Lord, missing what the Lord has for us in them, just like the Pharisees did. They missed Jesus as he was standing right in front of them. Imagine if they had a right, contrite heart. Seriously, imagine that. How different could things have been? When we have a wrong heart posture, we can even begin wielding Scripture like a weapon at each other instead of at the enemy. How many times have you witnessed someone in the name of God quoting Scripture and taking something wildly out of context for the sake of preference, culture, all of these things that we should think or should do without submitting to the Lord first and, and allowing him to lead us through Scripture with that right heart and say, Lord, what, what, do you, what do you have for me in this? So that when I'm going through the spiritual practice of reading my Bible and meditating, that right, that right posture just brings all of that benefit. Just like chiropractic, it, it just naturally brings it. We can become prideful in our worship or giving our spiritual gifts and lacking love when we don't have that right heart posture. And hold on to sin and lies because it's all we've known and it feels regular and comfortable even though it's really what's killing us. You know, all of that medicating, all of that limping and overcompensating, it, it exacerbates it. It exacerbates the issue. So the poor posture in that is still there bringing everything with it that poor posture brings. Right? Who wants to stay there? I don't see a single hand. But we don't have to. We don't have to stay there in that position, that bent up, twisted, wrongly postured, wrongly aligned situation. Ezekiel 36 says that God put a spirit inside of us and gives us a heart of flesh, removing that hard heart of stone that once existed. 2 Corinthians 5 says that if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation, that the old is gone and the new has come. Psalm 51 says that we can call out to God to create a clean heart in us and a renewed spirit in us. He can till that ground and prepare our hearts to receive everything that he has for us. Philippians 1.6 says that God has started the good work in you and is faithful to continue that good work until it's complete at the day of Christ. But have you let him start that good work? Because he's faithful to continue it. If those are new concepts to you or you just haven't ever explored going deeper with God and that's something that you're recognizing that he's calling you into and you want to turn away from yourself as a source, the source of medicating your problems, you want to turn away from your sin and the lies that you've believed, 
the things that you think have, have led you to right standing, the things that have led you to this false identity of who you are, and you want to embrace Christ as the way, the truth, and the life, not clinging to those lies anymore. And you want to allow God to lead you into right posture so that you can live the way that he created you, the way that he designed you. If that's you, whether you're here or online, give me a wave because we're going to pray. And I would love to, to know who we're praying for. If you'd like to make that decision to rightly posture your heart before the Lord and you know he's calling you to do that. So whether you're here or online, if you would, just I'm gonna I'm gonna say a prayer here and you can you can repeat it and make it your own. So we'll say, Lord Jesus, I confess my sin and the self-medication of my problems. And I ask for your forgiveness. Take my heart of stone. Replace it with your heart of flesh. And put your spirit inside of me. Be my Lord and Savior. Take complete ownership of my life. And help me to walk aligned with your footsteps by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.